Hey, hey, it's Devil Medora here with the stupid email for Friday, December 24th. Stupid, of course, stands for swipe, thought, uplifting, picture, interesting, and drawing. So let's start with a Christmas swipe. This is some neat Christmas advertising from McDonald's. I love this use of an upside-down Christmas ice cream cone as Santa. So it's like one of those McDonald's ice cream cones, one of the swirls. And it kind of looks like Santa. And then one of their other ones says, Merry Christmas, and it's a tree of fries. I don't know why, but it's just very grabbing. It's interesting. Did this campaign actually sell more stuff for McDonald's? I have no idea, but it is a cool ad. Here's an interesting thought. As we're able to track more things digitally, we could technically start putting everything into smart contracts, which is like a crypto Web3 type thing, which would automatically execute. For example, I made this little rudimentary code that would distribute excess taxes to citizens. Um, and I actually put this in a previous uh, stupid email. And the funny thing is, if this was written in language, just plain language inside some big city tax code, let's say there was surplus tax and they wanted to distribute it to citizens, it would, someone would have to undertake that task and go do that and find a way to go distribute it to all the citizens. However, if you were to write a smart contract with something like this, it would automatically happen no matter what. So it's much better than relying on people to do. So I thought it'd be great to write a smart contract of my 2022 goals and stake money on it so it pays out as you hit your goals. Now, I'm not technically able to do this yet. Uh, smart contracts are still like a little funky monkey here and there, but I do want to learn them a little bit better. But I did make some of my 2022 goals and put them into code, essentially. And I tried to only use things that I could actually uh, plug in an API for, meaning I could actually track. So for example, if I say um, I want to feel happier, that's going to be difficult for a computer to understand without me inputting happiness level or something. However, I could say, I could tie in my Google Analytics and say, unless I get to a million visits a month, I don't hit my goal. Or unless I get to 100,000 Twitter followers, I don't hit my goal. Those things are easy to put into code. So I thought that's kind of interesting. Uh, something like that would really put pressure on you to hit your goals. And it also foot, I think what this does is it forces you to put your goals in a method that even a dumb computer can read it. So instead of saying like, I'm going to be more present this year, which doesn't really mean anything, if you have to put it in code, in trackable code, how would you write it? It forces you to really narrow down your goal. Uh, here's something uplifting. I spent some time this week and actually the entire month um, going over 2020 goals and I invited some friends over. So uh, there was five of us, uh, invited them over to my house, had some light snacks, stuff like that. And I uh, bought a little easel and we sat around and each went over how 2021 goals went and listed goals we wanted to hit in 2022. Now, everyone actually had a very different style. One of my buddies said he wanted his goal to be more adventure, you know? Um, and then other people had business goals or personal goals that they wanted to hit a little bit more. Um, so I personally found it helpful to run my goals by others, especially friends, because they instantly tell what's interesting or boring. And I used a couple of prompts to come up with goals. Uh, for example, I'm just going to quick read these real quick for you. I said, what result do you want at the end of 2022? Uh, health, wealth, love. So focus on those areas. What did you like or dislike in 2021? Have a North Star guide. What worked and what didn't work? And what levers can you pull to 10x? So I came up with a whole list of goals and I kind of wrote them down over here. Um, I went one by one through each one of these and almost instantly people chimed in saying certain goals were lame or interesting, which was very helpful to hear. In fact, uh, some of the goals that I thought they would uh, like, they didn't, and they liked other ones. So it's very helpful to run them by people. It was also useful to see which goals could be combined. For example, um, 
I wanted some social media numbers, some metrics to hit. And instead of actually trying to hit those, it turns out there was other goals I could have done, some processes of writing a long-form blog post, let's say, and uh, making socials out of it that I could probably get to the social number by doing that other thing really well. So we tried to see which goals could be combined. In our members area, all the members track monthly goals, but it's also great to have some yearly goals to work towards. And so that's what uh, this goal session was about. Here's an interesting picture. So in 1979, the British Rail Company circulated ads to sway public opinion to vote for more rail transportation and less car infrastructure. And this ad uses some really clever imagery that shows the iconic Big Ben clock tower in London overtaken by a mess of overpasses and highways. The campaign ended up working and getting more funding for British Rail. Uh, the funny thing was, as I was researching this, is it sounds like British Rail was actually really crappy and that it wasn't doing a good job, but this campaign actually got them more funding. And it was actually very effective. One interesting thing, because this is in the picture section, is um, I looked at this photo carefully, though, and remember, it was made in 1979, well before digital photo editing. So I originally thought this photo was made using an actual photograph of the London skyline, and then an artist drew over it. But upon further inspection, it looks like toy, car, and freeway models were built photographed and edited in the picture. I don't know. What do you think? Um, as I was looking at this, I was like, holy crap, these drawings look very realistic. And then I'm like, these kind of look like toy cars. So uh, what an interesting little drawing they did. They put a toy model and then put this picture behind it and then photographed that. That's what it looks like uh, happened. Uh, interesting method of doing it. It's like Photoshop for 1979. <laughs> Here's something interesting. Um, I remember when I owned a rave company, houseofrave.com, I sold it in 2011. Um, there's a popular item called gift gag boxes or gag gift boxes or something like that. And so they definitely made Christmas more interesting by you put you put your actual present inside one of these boxes and it's like a ridiculous product. So if you search for gag gift box wherever you shop from like Amazon or something, you'll get these goofy boxes that you can put real gifts into. Uh, one is called like My First Fire and it shows like a toddler playing with his first fire. There's one that's like pet sitter and it's just like, it's like a thing that pets your pet. <laughs> There's one called Roto Wipe where it's like this industrial wiper that wipes your butt. <laughs> it's, it's just so stupid. Anyways, I thought that was funny. And here's an interesting drawing. So I didn't do this drawing, of course, but this is a great two-page vintage Christmas advertising campaign by Kodak. It was published in most major magazines in 1955. And you may have noticed back in the day, a lot of promotions had drawings instead of actual photographs. So I remember, you know, Jay Peterman catalog from uh, Seinfeld is actually a real catalog. And it used to have drawings of all the products and it never showed a photograph of all the products. And there was actually a reason for this. Photography back then was much harder, much, much harder. It was much more expensive and it was harder to post edit. So nowadays you take a photo on your phone, you see exactly how it's going to turn out. And then you can edit it right from your phone. You got to have all sorts of like AI things help you to crop out backgrounds and such. Before, just remember how hard it was to photograph something. Uh, you would have to use a flash and take a, take a picture. And then sometimes they might not even come out the way you wanted it to. So if you're trying to blend in a bunch of uh, product photos into a white background on a page, it might not look so hot. Also, there was another reason for this. Not all newspaper and magazine printers could print the millions of different color pixels that might occur in a photograph. So they would actually draw images with colors that work well with the printer. So I thought this was a really interesting thing. And also, 
This codex, uh, this old school codec ad showcases its entire lineup of products, including its price, as kind of a Christmas gift guide. And this is a cool way to show everything the company has to offer in one place so you can find the right gift. It's a perfect blend of imagery and copy and also shows their full price range of products for all budgets. Anyways, this is the stupid email for December 24th. And stupid, of course, means swipe, thought, uplifting, picture, interesting, and drawing. My name is Neville Medora. I hope you have a great day and a great Christmas, and I'll talk to you later.